1: As Luke chapter 1 verse 78 and 79 tells us, according to the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet in the path of peace. Now let's listen in to today's message from Pastor David.
2: Think about it. They were the ones that carried them when they were in the womb, when they were one year two years three years they were the ones talking to them all the ideas they have where do you think they got it from the things written on their heart from that early age who gave it to them it's their parents they are. amen very very important that we know these things and these things are not on the surface they are deep And we need to dig a little deeper. The Word of God has all these things. The Word of God will reveal all these things to you. The Word of God will reveal to you things that people won't see ordinarily. And if you will see those things, the wisdom of God will make you great. The wisdom of God will make you... He said the hidden things have been reserved. The hidden wisdom has been reserved... For your greatness, for your glory. Things that the people of the world be like, no, that's not the way to do it. You know, no. If you will see that in the Word of God and you do it, you will do well, you will excel, you become great. Your age is not a barrier to being a leader. Remember the scripture says, let no man do what? Despise your youth. Let no man despise you because you are young. Let no man say you can't talk because you are young. Now, you have nothing to say because you are young. You have nothing to contribute because you are young. No, let no man despise your youth. Let no man despise your youth. But be an example of the believer. Be an example of the believer in word, in gravity, in truth. Be an example of the believer. Let no man despise your youth. As long as you are not a babe, you must not be a babe. Babes don't become leaders or don't. Babes are not supposed to lead people. Babies. And there are people who are 20 years old and they are babies. There are people who are 28 years old, 30 years old, 40 years old. They are still babies. And there are people who are only 10 years old. They are wise. They are already in their 20s. So to say, this is a faithful saying and worthy of all acceptation. For therefore, we both labor and suffer reproach because we trust in the living God, who is the savior of all men, especially of those that believe. This is first Timothy four, nine and 10. Then 11 says, these things command and teach. Verse 12, let no man despise your youth, but be an example of the believers in word, in conversation, in charity, in spirit. In faith, in purity, listen to this very well. Let no man say, because you are young, you are not qualified to lead, or you can't talk. Mm-mm. Be an example of the believers in word, in what you say, in your conversation, in your interaction, how you live your life, the kind of life lifestyle you lead in charity, that is in love. In spirit, in faith, in purity. Very, very important. Let nobody see you as a hooligan. Let nobody see you in a bad way. Project godliness. Project righteousness. When people see you and they see God in you, they will respect you. Amen. As a young man, as a young man, as a young man, people will not call me by name. They will call me a pastor. They will respect me and if they have something to do they want advice they will call me they will ask me because they see me in a good light they see me as wise they see me as respectable they see me as respectful they see me in a good way if you present yourself like that you will be respected you are already a leader but if you are arrogant if you don't have any good word if you don't have good conversation good interaction who wants to listen to you who cares Nobody cares about your intelligence. They care about how you care. Let not your color stop you from being a good leader. Amen? Your education should not stop you from being a good leader. The disciples were not excellently well educated, but they were excellently well educated by Jesus. If you are educated by Jesus, if Jesus trains you, if you will let Jesus educate you, if you let Jesus train you, if you let Jesus teach you, you will be considered as educated because you have the wisdom of God. Follow me and I will make you become fishers of men. I will make you become fishers of men. And again, that is not overnight. That is not instantaneous. That is not by injection. It's not by injection. It's not overnight that you become a fisher of men. The whole intention, the whole purpose of that call is to make you become like Jesus. Follow me and I will make you become fishers of men because he was also a fisher of men so he said follow me i will make you become fishers of men i will make you become like myself again you've got to be around him you've got to be with him you've got to listen to him you've got to see him you've got to learn from him to become like him characteristics of a follower characteristics of a leader they recognize authority They recognize authority. They are loyal and committed. They are loyal and committed. The men of David, who became the mighty men of David, these were the people that would die for him. They would do anything for him. Even just for David to say, Oh, I long to drink of the waters beyond the camp of the Philistines. I just feel like drinking the water from that well. He didn't ask anybody to go. He didn't say, you go, you go, uh, go, go and get some water for me. Just because he said that some people took it as a challenge, they broke through the garrison of the Philistines, they got the water, they brought it to him to drink. And he said, no, I won't drink it because this is the blood of this man. And you see, leaders don't lead by fear. They don't lead people by fear. They don't lead people by oppression, by suppression. Good leaders don't lead people like that. They lead people by their word. Their word is very powerful. It's not because of their strength. It's not because of their voice. It's not because they can scream. It's not because they can talk loud. It's not because you know, of all those things. It's because there is gravity. There is weight. There is force. There is power in their word. And you see, their word is powerful because their life is well ordered. Because they live well. Your word will not be powerful if you live carelessly powerful leaders have powerful words just by the word of their mouth they get things done just by the word of their mouth they don't even so to say lift a finger so to say they don't have to be running around and make oh you do it you must do it if you don't do it i will kill you no just by their word they get things done they don't have to carry guns they don't have to scream and yell just by their word, they do it. That centurion, that soldier that wanted his servant to be healed, came to Jesus, said, Jesus, will you heal my servant? My servant has been sick. Matthew 8. Will you heal my servant? My servant has been sick. Come and heal my servant. Jesus Christ said, okay, I'm coming. I will come to your house. The, the centurion, the soldier said, no, you don't need to come to my house. In fact, I'm not worthy. My house is not clean enough. You don't need to come to my house Just speak the word Just say it and my servant shall be healed Just say it and my servant shall be healed Because I'm also a man of authority And when I say to this servant of mine Go, he goes When I say to this one, come, he comes So if you will say the same thing It will happen Powerful Matthew 5:8. The centurion replied Lord, I do not deserve to have you come under my roof they just say the word, and my servant will be healed. For I myself am a man under authority, with soldiers under me. I tell this one, go, and he goes, and that one, come, and he comes. I say to my servant, do this, and he does it. The first example that he gave that say, I say to this one, go, and he goes, and to that one, come, and he comes. He's talking about the other servant of his. That's particularly now about the servant that he was running around for to be healed. He said, I say to my servant, do this and he does it. Saying about this servant, this sick servant, my servant that is sick this one when I say do this, he does it. And this master is running around for this servant that is sick. Because his servant is sick, he also feels sick. Because his servant has served him well. He is now serving his servants. If you will be a good servant, your master will serve you. If you will follow the vision of the master, you will do as the master says. You will say as the master says. You will be like the master. You will serve the master. The master will serve you. Many people call upon God. Come, 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 come and do this. Come and do that. Come and do this. Come and do that. I said when I called No one answered So when you call I won't answer Characteristics of a good Follower or a good leader Followers Leaders good followers Leaders have the qualities Of alertness and awareness They are alert And aware we already assume That they are alive And awake we assume that you are alive And awake amen you are not Dead and you are not sleeping but now, are you alert? Are you aware? Those are the questions. Amen? We already know by just looking at your faces, you are not dead, you are alive. And by looking at you, I know that you are awake, you are not sleeping. But are you, are you really aware? Are you alert? Are you alert and are you aware? Because it's possible for you to be alive, awake, and you are not aware. And it's possible for you to be al- alive, awake, alert, You are not aware. Amen? You can be alert, but you are not aware. Awareness is deeper than being alive, being awake, being alert. Being aware is deep. So, good followers, good leaders are alert and aware.